Well, again, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day to everybody. Um, I hope that you guys are, is anyone doing anything fun for the 4th? Are you blowing anything up or eating stuff? Or For me, it's about food. It's about eating. Uh, for some reason, for every 4th of July, we have a tradition and we have Mexican food. I don't know why that is, but we just, that's the food we like, and so, but that's what we do. So, are you, what, are you doing anything fun, or? Cookout family, yeah. You doing cookout too, I imagine? So, yeah. It's, you know, the 4th of July is something where it, it is a, a fantastic celebration. It is something where we celebrate freedom. Really, the definition of our Fourth uh, of July, our Independence Day, the definition of independence is truly freedom. It's a time when people came together and said, people deserve to be free. People deserve rights. They deserve to be able to have uh, liberties and things that, you know, uh, that make them who they are and to celebrate who they are. Um, it was a, founded by, I'm going to grab a chair here, if you don't mind. It was founded by, if I remember my history right, it was founded by a bunch of people that wore wigs and said, uh, we don't like uh, the, the place that we've been, because the place that we've, that we've been uh, is not allowing us to have the freedoms that we want to have. It's not allowing us to have the rights that we want to have. Uh, and, and we don't like the fact that uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things like money and taxation and things like that, but it was really about just giving people their rights. And it was a start. It wasn't perfect, but it was a start. Today, when we look at freedom, what is it that comes to your mind when we think about freedom, the thing that we're, we're celebrating today, freedom? Is it independence? Is it something that's, uh, you know, lately... It seems like in our, in our world, in our political climate, in our, the way things have been going in the last, you know, present tense, freedom oftentimes is defined by the group that you're around. Oftentimes we talk about my freedom. This is my freedom. You're taking away my freedom. Uh, they're, they're taking away my freedom. And oftentimes when we talk about freedom, it seems to be almost in a chest-pounding way of saying me and not they. And th this country was built on people that were saying uh, we and they. But sometimes we look at freedom in different ways today. If you're on this side... You look at uh, freedom this way, and you look at that side and say, that side is taking away my freedom. And if you're on this side, you do the same, and you talk about that group. But it seems like whenever we talk about freedom anymore, it's about, a th you can't mention it without the thought of a threat of somebody coming and taking away your rights. This is my freedom. You tell me to do this, and you may put these restrictions on. This is my freedom. They want to come in here and do this, but this is my freedom, and they're infringing upon my freedom. How'd you get that freedom? Born here? I was lucky to be born here, I guess. You know, we have a, 
It seems like my DNA changes every time I take one of those little DNA tests. One time I was just Jewish. Then someone decided to add English and Irish in there. So uh, now, I, now I, I still worry, but in a more posh way. It turns out that however we trace our history, for a lot of us, it really takes us elsewhere. Someone, somewhere, was born elsewhere, and then somehow came here, and then people got together, and then someone like me was born here. And that's how I'm free. It doesn't sound like I worked very hard for it. It doesn't sound like, I mean, there are people that we celebrate today that have given their lives for this, that have really made the sacrifice for our freedom, that have done things that they have not wanted to do because they wanted others to enjoy their lives. Others to enjoy their lives. Other people. Do we think, when we think about freedom, do we think about other people? Or do we think about ourselves? You know, even during the, we went through, gosh, we've gone through so much in just the last couple of years. We've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through such division. And each division, each side is claiming that the reason that they're fighting is for their freedom. Well, how do we define freedom? You know, they say that this, this country, a lot of people argue that this country, the very nature of this country, that the whole freedom idea, the whole basis of that idea was based on the Bible. We, we have people that... You know, want the Ten Commandments? They want it in in, in the, uh, the the government facilities because that's uh, that has history in the very nature of the formation of our country. How much, when we define freedom today, do we actually look at? If that's true, do we? How much do we look at the Bible as we define what freedom means to us? I don't know. I mean, sometimes you just kind of look on television and you, you go with whatever side you're on and all that kind of stuff and freedom means uh, this and sometimes it means comfort. I mean, some of us, we argue for freedom because we really do want people to have rights. But a lot of times when we get down to it, it's just because we don't want to be uncomfortable. Does freedom always mean that we hate someone else. Because it seems like today that's how we define it so many times. You're a threat to me, my freedom. You, you cross over and you, you, you come into this country, but this is my freedom. And we hold it because it's ours. How'd you earn it? Well, born here. My freedom was earned really easy. You know? 
Did I fight for my freedom? Not, no, not really. You know, did I defend a cause? Well, I don't know. One night my parents had a romantic evening and boom, here I am, free! Thanks, Mom and Dad. Glad to have that wine. But here I am. How do I define freedom? How do I define who I am? And if I am a Christian, because, okay, if we're Christian, God is supposed to be before everything, right? That means before country, right? That means before everything. That means sacrifice. That means God comes first. That means the thing that we think that the, the country was actually based on is the priority here. And that means that that message, the original message, isn't just about here, but it's about everywhere. You know, Jesus never once said, you know, this one's just to the Americans. Or this communion is just for the USA. Let's all watch a John Wayne movie. God was always about everybody. And if that's true, if that's true, if it's really true, then how do we define freedom? If we look back at Scripture, if we look back at the Bible, there was even a time when the first church, when the Christians were just first trying to figure it out. And remember that most churches that were starting came from a Jewish tradition. And that Jewish tradition meant that there were certain laws that were from the Torah that you had to do. One of them for the men was circumcision. You had to do that to become a Jewish person. But there was a there was something new happening because people from the other side of the tracks, known as, uh, well, they call them pagans. Today we refer to them as Gentiles, or more plainly, uh, we, prefer, we call them, many of us, non-Jewish people that came in and found Christ in their lives, and Christ was introduced to them, and there was an argument over whether those folks should be allowed into this faith that was founded by somebody that wanted love for everyone. And the argument that they had was whether or not you could follow the rules in order to enjoy that freedom from Christ. If you wanted the love of Christ, you had to follow the rules of the, 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 the people, the ancient laws before you. If you were a man, you had to be circumcised. If you were a person that liked bacon, you had to give that up. I think more people argued over the bacon, really. <laughs> but there was an argument over whether or not people could earn that freedom. And there was a fight. And, and this was the first time that the church really went head to head over who was invited into this church this new church of Jesus Christ. People were still trying to figure this out. And even when the first church started, our holy heroes still bickered and moaned 
And they had fears and they had concerns over who to let in and who to keep out. Why do we do that? Whenever we talk about freedom, it is always but defined by who gets it and who doesn't. They were missing the vital point of Christ. Christ never went like this. Christ always went like this. And it's taken us over 2,000 years to still try to figure out that message. What is freedom? We could look at one of the, uh, the apostles, Paul, who wrote to the uh, Galatians, talking about freedom. During this time when they were fighting over all of this kind of stuff, he was talking to those Gentiles, those pagans, the people that were on the outside that wanted part of this joy and love. And he said to them, for you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. Slaves, that's a harsh term. Slaves meant just as much as it means today back then. It means giving up that freedom. When you're given a gift like freedom, you are given a responsibility, according to Paul. That if you're given that love, then you better not just hang on to that love. That love goes somewhere else. You are not the end game. You are a conduit carrying that message forward. And that is what we are as Christians supposed to do with it. Self-indulgence is what we see a lot of today. People defending their freedom and all of this kind of stuff. When it really boils down to, I just don't want to be uncomfortable. Or I don't want that person living next to me. Or I fear that. If freedom is truly of Christ, then freedom truly is global. Then freedom truly has no boundaries. But freedom does have a responsibility. And that means it's not for self-indulgence. It's for sharing. Like a great song you hear on the radio. For sharing. It means something to you. It's a gift. You give it. He goes on. If you want more of a definition of what that is, for the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That means that I can't look at you and say you're a threat to me or you're stealing my jobs or uh, I don't like the way that you look or that hat's weird or... It means Christ loves me and Christ loves you. It means you deserve everything that I have. It means my job in life is to give you love. We look, at, we look at the very nature of that as a threat. That's a, that's a reason to celebrate. We, give, we have the gift of sharing love. And instead, we just want to tell people off, and we want to divide lines, and we want to all, do all this kind of stuff. But we give. We have this gift of joy that we get to share. And if we don't, Paul gives this warning. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. We can be our own undoing. 
And in many times, in many places, in this very country that we're celebrating today, we, we've seen us take several steps back when we should be moving forward. In this very country, when we celebrate freedom, we have, we have seen throughout our history people that have been denied that freedom. In this very country, we have seen people persecuted, we have seen people harmed, we have seen people hurt, we have seen people disrespected in a place that hails freedom. And in this church, we've done the same thing. The Christian church for 2,000 years has blood on its hands because of the way that we have defined freedom. My prayer for us all is that when we look at the things that we have, the gifts that we have, the things that make us happy, the joys, my, my prayer for all of us is that we don't let it stop there. We don't take something, ooh, and hold it. But we share it. We know that we are not keepers of joy. We are, we are renters. We are conduits. We are a roadway where that freedom is something to be granted to everyone for everything. That people, wherever they come from, whatever they look like, whatever lifestyle they have, Whatever beliefs, remember Christ, Christ opened his doors to everybody. Christ had conversations with people that thought he was full of it. Sometimes his own disciples did. They were idiots. Freedom. What does it mean to you? How do you share it? What are we to do with it? Ryan's going to favor us with a song, but he's going to take about 20 seconds for us to just ponder that question. What does freedom mean? just want to think about that for just 20 seconds, and then he's going to grace us with a song. lie ahead Don't believe the lies you hear in your head Lies come from the liar Truth comes from a higher place 
When I is replaced with we There are endless possibilities We're all equals We are we There is a light in every person's eye It doesn't matter in what country you reside In the end, we're all God's children one of my favorite songs of yours, Ryan. However we're celebrating today, I, I, I hope that your day is one that is filled with joy and the one that is filled with celebration. And I hope that it is times with reflection of what um, the things that mean the most to you. And then I, I hope that we take that one step further and we share that. Our, we are vessels of love. And that means that everything that gives us joy, we share. Sadly, there are people in our world right now that do not know truly what love feels like. They don't feel respected. They don't feel kindness. There are people that need to feel loved. We're those people, and so are they. May we love God. May we love ourselves, and may we love our neighbors, which is everyone.